this is it. We are here. We're doing it. It is episode 218 of No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. Circle of Heat is always play that music there at the beginning for all of us to enjoy. Uh, with me here at Acme right now is not just one of my favorite comedians, not the favorite, not just the favorite comedian of many people with really good taste, but also one of my favorite people in general. Oh, and it's Wendy Liebman. Was that Circle of Heat song because I'm having a hot flash? <laughs> we, uh, yeah, much like the Roots <laughs> on Jimmy Fallon that cater the music to whoever's walking out on stage. Yes. Yeah, we played. <laughs> you know, so I don't think it was a hot flash. I think I. It's just global warming is what's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you're one of my favorite people, too, by the way. Aw. That so has happened over the years. Thank you. That we've gotten to know each other. We have. We have, absolutely. There was, uh, you, I, before I left here last week, after G- Brian McKim was here, Oh. he said, say hi to Wendy for me. <gasps> He's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I got that out of the way. Was Tracy with him? Tracy Skeen? His wife? His wife? She was not. Sometimes they travel together. Oh, I, yeah, they work together a lot. But no, he was he was here solo last week. I just read that she um, is in uh, either U.S. Weekly or one of the magazines where they have the fashion police, uh-huh. and they have different celebrities critiquing what people are wearing. Yeah, and um, she was one of the people critiquing. Now, I, I know you know I'm a fashion. Fashionista, um, wear no, a lot I, of black. I wear all black. Yeah, it's just easier. I'm not goth. I'm just lazy. <laughs> but I've been obsessed with Project Runway. Really? Yeah, I have no idea why. That's still a thing. It is. It's in its 15th season, but I'm catching up, so I'm going backwards actually. <laughs> so I'm watching how fashion has devolved. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, I find it fascinating, and I'm not exactly sure why. In the same way that I watch Chopped on the Food Network, I, w- I watch Project Runway on whatever, Bravo or whatever. I Actually, yeah. I watch it on Hulu. But um, my husband's like, you don't like fashion or cooking. What? I'm like, I don't know. I'm fascinated. <laughs> I, I like to see what people make. That's what it is. Like, given a challenge, mm-hmm. I like to see what they come up with. So it's like before and after, I guess. Chopped is a competition show as well? Yeah, they give you four ingredients. They give you like um, cream cheese, uh, graham cracker crust, raspberry juice, and a sock. And they say, (laughs) I'm just doing my act for you, Justin. They say, make an appetizer. And um, sometimes I just fast forward and I see what they've come up with. But lately I've been watching the whole process. So maybe I'm changing. Maybe I'm changing. I like watching the um, the DIY like home shows. Is that like fix it? Yeah, fix it yourself. Like, I'll, but I, I don't even own my home, so I can't <laughs> fix anything. <laughs> I'd get in trouble. Yeah, if why I tried. bother? Right? right? <laughs> yeah, I guess I could, but why? Well, yeah, why would I? Like we probably since I saw you last, we bought a house, and okay. I never had a house before. Oh, um, that's a big deal. I know we rented a house for seventeen years. Yeah, and. Like we would plant things, but we would plant them in big potters. We would never big pots. Mm-hmm. We would never because we didn't want to. It wasn't permanent, so um, and the place was kind of in the end. The place was a little not. We didn't trash it on purpose, but like th- we had dogs and stuff. Right. So. There's a pride of ownership when you have your own house. We yes. have snakes though. Not in the house. Okay, I pictured like the I pictured you opening the door to the uh, to go downstairs and they're just slithering everywhere. No, no, but we we moved to like not the wilderness, but way out in the valley, and so we have coyotes and we have um, snakes. I saw a, a snake the other day, but it was a I think it was a baby snake because it, it had a rattle. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my, my act for you. <laughs> ha- How's uh? <laughs> I did see a snake though. Yeah, little JJ's got to watch out for those animals. Well, those that's how animals. we found him actually because the snake. Because I said to my husband Jeff, I said I think JJ's playing with a gecko because we have a lot of those like chameleon, mm-hmm. what are salamanders? What are they called? Geckos? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a gecko. Yeah. Yeah, and um, they'll sell you insurance as well. Right. 
<laughs> JJ switched to Geico. <laughs> wow. No, Jeff goes, that is not a gecko. That is a snake. At which point I start screaming at the top of my lungs. The only other time I started screaming at the top of my lungs, Justin, it was one in the morning, and it's a very long story how this happened, but we were at a party, and it was a nice hotel, and I get in the elevator to go up to my best friend's room. She was giving me something. That's the long story part. And in walks Morgan Freeman, and it's one in the morning, and I scream... (laughs) At the top of my lungs, it's Morgan Freeman. And he's looking around like, uh-oh, am I safe? But it was just, <laughs> I just didn't expect to see Morgan Freeman in the elevator at one in the morning. Sure. He wasn't working there. No, he was, he was staying there. Did you go, just say anything. I just want to hear your voice. <laughs> Actually, my dreams are narrated by Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Or uh, Kiefer Sutherland. No, Donald Sutherland. Don, yeah. yeah. All mm-hmm. the guys who do the car commercials. Um, <laughs> Spade, Spader, James Spader. Yes. The other one. Yes. Um, the guy from Game of Thrones is now doing, uh, Kit Harrington yes. is now doing uh, some sort of car commercial. I'm binge watching that, but I'm only on season four. So I think I heard he dies, but then he comes back. So don't give it all away. But I've been, yep. we've been binge watching t- television now that we moved to the suburbs. Because? And, um, well, because we have this direct TV thingy like Apple TV. So you can watch basically anything you ever wanted to see. Yeah. And um, like if you had told me when I was five years old that I was going to be able to do that one day, my mind would have just blown right there. Um we are w- binge watching, but it's a problem binge watching. The problem is binge eating while you binge watch. <laughs> um, so I try to like lift weights while I'm binge watching. There you go. So we've been watching Californication. Okay. Well, not the show. I've just been watching our neighbors. <laughs> um, no, I've been watching Californication. Have you seen that one? No. Nope. I never watched that one. Um, I'm familiar with it. David Duchovny. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Pam Adlin, who is like I, I love her. She's she has a new show, okay, called Better Things or Better Something. She's awesome. Um, and what else? We watched episodes with Matt LeBlanc, which was on Showtime. Yeah, awesome. You don't have time to watch TV. You have kids and everything. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I know more about. Uh, there's a show on Disney or one of the Nick or something <laughs> called Some Assembly Required. I know that's my daughter's favorite show. What is, is that like a DIY? I have no idea. I oh. just I know no. All I know my you know the beginning of the school year they do all these things with you know like uh, let's get to know everybody and write right. your favorite song and book and whatever. And she I, she left it at my house the other day. Her, all of her things like here are my friends and here's my favorite song and band and my favorite TV show was called Some Assembly Required and I'm like I, where is she even watching this right. I, don't, I don't even know what that is I've never heard of it and I, I noticed with my stepsons my youngest who's in college right now he's a senior in college they don't watch TV anymore they watch the computer they just watch what they want to watch on the computer oh it's not even it's even more uh, it's YouTube Yes, people. YouTube, YouTubers. My daughter. Yeah, I hear my daughter say things like, "This is my favorite YouTuber." It wasn't even a phrase ten years ago. My favorite YouTuber. I know. I hear so many stories about this. Uh, well, maybe not enough that I remember her name, but it's because I don't really care. But it's there's someone, there's a girl that does a YouTube show that my daughters have watched hours and hours of this thing and telling me stories about oh and then last week she came back and she was pretending she was her cousin Helga and like what <laughs> and then the vine there are vine stars too yes and that's seven seconds of <laughs> hilarity some of them are really great actually but um can you imagine what that's doing for the attention span <laughs> right we're we're raising gnats mm-hmm oh we went to uh I took we did a family vacation last weekend we went up to Duluth Minnesota for uh we just saw the you know the outdoors there's a uh, two harbors just north of Duluth where they have a light this 
hundred-year-old lighthouse with all these stories about shipwrecks and everything. We did all that and Gooseberry Falls, where you get these beautiful falls and everything. But when you uh, when you drive into, have you ever been to Duluth, Minnesota? No, I've heard of it. Though. Yeah, well, it's you know everything's on a. There's the lake Superior, mm-hmm. and then the city. A lot of it is way up on the on the huge hill. It's all hills. And when you drive in the city, it's absolutely beautiful. It's breathtaking, the amount of things you could see as soon as you come up the hill there on 35. I had repeatedly, girls, put the iPads down. You have to look outside right now. This is like part of our trip right now. You have to put them down and look out the window. I can't believe there was Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, that's like um, on the show The Middle. Wow, it sounds like I watch a lot of TV. This- on the middle, the the little kid. Do mm-hmm. you ever watch the middle? I have seen that. Yeah, the little kid. He they went camping and he was reading about it instead of oh. like actually experiencing it. Yeah, right, right, it. right, right. Um, yeah, you tell your kids to go outside and they take their iPads. Mm-hmm. But um, well, we have we I, there's a yeah. I'm not. I'll stay in here and I have a camera set up with a live feed from outside. That'll be good enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, this way they don't get cold. You know, the other right. times that I've been here at Acme the best club in the country i have frozen my ass off because it's been three degrees out yeah and today it's like balmy mm-hmm. almost 60 or something yeah you've uh today you've lucked out it's, it hasn't even been this nice this week when I'm did you did you get here yesterday i got here yesterday because okay. um i was supposed to be here tuesday but i was at this wedding that i was telling you oh, about yeah, before yeah. we started recording um we can't talk about the huge celebrities who you were hanging out <laughs> with. Well, my husband wrote on Boy Meets World, mm-hmm. the sitcom, and um, the older brother, Eric, Wil- played by Will Friedle, he got married. And so we went to the wedding in Connecticut. It was just so pretty. I caught the bouquet. <laughs> um, and what did you do with it? <laughs> I threw it back. I I volleyed it. Tipped it to someone else. Yeah. I'm already married. Happily married. Many years. I um Yeah, and since we've seen each other, I now I'm now uh 11 11 10 11 months in. Yeah, to the new marriage. Awesome. Yeah, you were just getting married? Yeah, it was and uh we're like right now it, we're trying to put together a uh some sort of anniversary something or other. Like have a party? I don't know. Even just to go away. I, the day that we got married last year, we went to the casino. Uh, the next day, we, for a honeymoon. Yeah, for like a quick. But like our legitimate honeymoon was this past January. We went to Jamaica, which nice. was awesome. But the, we took a few days off of work right after the wedding, and then one of the days we went to a casino here in Minnesota. I won pretty big Did for you? the amount of money that I gamble. <gasps> yeah. So you paid off the honeymoon. Well, no, no. not not that much, okay. but uh, enough to put a dent in the in some of those credit card uh, bills. What game were you playing? I was doing slots, which are you know are take no talent or skill. It's complete, you know. It's just fun. I'm gonna put a whole bunch of I'm gonna put a hundred dollars in here and just keep hitting this button and hope. And I hit. It was Wendy. It was hitting these bonuses where I. My wife and I sat back and like for 15 minutes, and the machine was just bing, 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 bing. Like it went haywire. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. Oh, it was so much fun. I once won in Vegas. Yeah, but it's very dangerous because I have put that amount back. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually stopped myself from gambling again because I have put it back and I won a sizable amount. And it was one. It was just like one of these things where I put a few quarters in, and I won like. I just whispered it to him because twenty five dollars. No. I'm good at reading lips. <laughs> you know what they say? You say, as soon as you win tw- something like twenty five bucks, you put it in an envelope and you send that to yourself at home. That way, you won't spend it. <laughs> so, is there a casino at the Mall of America? No. But maybe by the time we leave here, there will be. <laughs> um, before this, I've been traveling. I was in Connecticut. I was in Texas. But I was also in um, Edmonton, Canada. Yeah. And I stayed at the mall. Like, there's a hotel in the mall. Is there a hotel in There the are mall? now. There weren't for years. There are now. This hotel, it was like a theme hotel. It was called, like, Fantasy something. Um, <laughs> and the theme, my floor was... Uh, Hawaiian luau and in my hotel suite or room there was 
a hot tub that looked like Mount Vesuvius. What? It was, yeah, it was it was an acid trip. <laughs> but um, apparently their mall and your mall are built by the same mall people. Yeah, the Garbanzo Brothers or oh, something like okay. that. I don't remember. That's not it. There was like a water park mm-hmm. and a... Here there's a wedding chapel and a tuxedo rental you could get married and then go on the roller coaster i think there's a victoria's secret on every (laughs) level at this point yeah yeah i shop online now shopping online is the best especially when it shows up at the door and you have forgotten what you ordered oh my it's like christmas (laughs) is this a gift or did i buy this and i'm jewish but it was like (laughs) it's like christmas no, I found, I did that 23andMe, the um, DNA testing, because mm-hmm. my stepson wanted to do it, and it was, um, he said if I did it with him, it would be cheaper, so we did it together, and I found out I'm um, 98% Eastern European Ashkenazi Jew, and I'm not, um, like, observant or anything, mm-hmm. I don't know that much about being Jewish, but I do know that when I feel nervous, I sing Christmas carols. What? It's just this weird thing. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. um, My buddy, I was uh, working another job this morning, and my friend, and he was like, where are you going? I go, it's Thursday. I got to go. I'm leaving. I got to go do the podcast. And he goes, oh, who are you talking to today? I said, Wendy Liebman. And he goes, oh, tell her happy Yom Kippur. And I go, or Rosh something? Rosh Hashanah? Is that, is that this weekend? He, he's not uh, practicing. He didn't, he's Jewish in name only. And then, yeah, uh, it's yeah. coming up. He goes, I think it's Friday or Saturday or maybe Sunday. I know it's coming up because they're selling matzah at the supermarket. Okay. And gefilte fish. So you're on the same level as my friend Matt. Yeah. Yep. And... Um, Slave those rings. <laughs> <laughs> but we did that 23andMe thing, and they still, this was like a year ago, and they still send me emails telling me who I might be related to, and I have cousins here, and, and um, so I don't know if it's like a ploy, but they said I'm distantly related on my mother's side to Katie Couric. What? And then I, that's what I was like. What? And then it said, I'm distantly related to Steve Carell on my mother's side. And then it said I was distantly related to Meryl Streep. And I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> my husband did the, he did one like 23 Me, but he did like the cheap one. And it came back and told him he was related to Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird if, like, it came back and said you were related to your spouse? But you see the ads, and like they say, all these years I thought I was Irish, and it turns out she's like Native American mm-hmm. or something. So, I mean, I guess there are things that you can learn about yourself. Uh, there's, I mean, I know people that that would come in. My my wife's grandmother, uh, she had kids with four different men, I think. Yeah, and she's not sure of the nationality of all of them. That would actually like be like a good Christmas gift for them is to figure <laughs> out. This is your father. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Interesting. Uh mm-hmm. huh. How was uh, how was last night here at Acme, Wendy? The shows here are phenomenal. Um, I just had so much fun, and the other comedians that I'm working with, Greg Coleman mm-hmm. and Steve Gillespie, yes. are awesome. And Will Spotted Bear did a guest set. Oh, okay. He and I are buddies, and I met him here over the years. Oh, okay. So he came down, and the audience was phenomenal. And, um, yeah, I just want to go on a bus tour with my audience from last night. <laughs> have them come to all my gigs with me. I, You know, I had a... Um, I'm curious what you do when I... In, in the situation I was in. I rarely... Unlike you, I rarely uh, stay in hotels. But we did. You know, we went this little vacation last weekend. 
to Duluth. Yes, but we didn't technically stay in Duluth. We stayed in Superior, Wisconsin. <gasps> That's where my mother-in-law grew up. Oh, okay. Do you have pictures from there, by the way? No. Okay. Well, yes, but she wouldn't recognize you. Would, or... Well, sh- she's no longer here, but I would love to show them to my husband. Uh, well, the picture that I could share with you is a picture I took. <laughs> Let me backtrack here okay. a little bit. Uh, the, the hotel is in Superior. My my wife booked it, and I should have got involved in oh, this scheduling okay. because it was a dump. You never can tell. A dump. You really can't. And right. Um, so I went. I took a shower, and there was a line in the shower that they clearly have not never wiped down because there was all this black mold like Uh, a line going from like the bottom to the to the ceiling uh, would you what would you do in that would you complain i've only ever complained once and then one other time i actually bought clorox wipes and i wiped down the place really but and I'm not a neat freak or anything or a germaphobe. I'm not, but, I'm not yeah. really either. No. But the one time we did complain was years and years ago when um, I was working with two other comedians over New Year's Eve. And we were at the Calneva Hotel in, I guess, Nevada and California. It's on the line, California and Nevada. And they put us up across the street and there was blood in the sink. And we were like, no. No. Oh. <laughs> So they found rooms for us at the Calneva, but... No, you, I mean, I'm sure you imagine the blood, but, you know, the, you just don't know the story behind this blood. Yeah, and, um... Ick. I guess early, early in my career, I, I did a lot of colleges, and I just remember one was a motel, and right outside the door, like as far away as you are from me, was a train track that like there were trains that were going by wow. like that close to the front door <laughs> and i remember like sleeping on the sheet but on a towel like i didn't <laughs> want to sleep on the sheet because i read you know like you read online about how sometimes they don't change the right, sheets in right, the right. hotel and Again, I'm not a neat freak or anything but every once in a while i'd be lying in the bed and i'll go a thousand heads have been on this pillow. So maybe I'll start bringing my own pillow. Yeah. So I... Uh, oh, yeah. So what was that hotel like? So the... Well, uh, so there was the, the line of mold in the shower, and then nice. the pool was actually nice. I'll get in the girls' And did the girls swimming. even notice the mold? Like, well, Of course not. Yeah. No, They're no. just happy to be on vacation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I couldn't care less. And then... Um, no, but, the, but one of the pictures I did take, because I was... I was so grumpy at one point that I was like, I'm gonna uh, this place. I'm gonna I'm gonna make them give us a free night or uh, uh, uh. and uh, so one of the things that was bugging me was that the the shot or the uh, where the pool is. It I don't the architecture whatever they did there's terrible. There's constantly I guarantee 365 days a year there's standing water on the pool deck going all the way up to these carpeted stairs. Oof. Yes. Guarantee it never it's like ever a petri ev- dish. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I took a short video of me tapping my foot in the standing water that was <laughs> touching the. the did, you, uh, did you get a free night? <laughs> no, no. I went and told them about the uh, mold, and they went, "Oh, we'll make a note of it." You know what are they good? Yeah, there was one hotel once. I don't even want to say where, but it was so disinfected and sprayed with stuff that. And I couldn't breathe, and the windows didn't open. It was just like yeah, hard to breathe. Yeah, yeah. like you get. Oh, yeah. I remember why. It, now it just hit me. I'm like, why was I so pissed off? It's because we were out all day on Saturday. Got back to the hotel and wanted to do. You know, the girls like, Could we get, we gonna get back in time to go swimming? Well, we got back in time to go swimming. Right. Uh, the pool for kids closes at ten. You know, access for children. And then it's still open another hour just for adults only. Well, we we got, you know, back at like 9.15 and immediately hit the pool and weren't paying attention at the time. And then all of a sudden some manager comes up about 10.15 and taps me on the shoulder and it's like, hey, I just need to remind you it's, you know, adult only time. Like, oh, all right. So I'm like, kids, you got to get out. Well, then I look around and there's a, two more groups of kids. I'm like, you, are you right. singling me out? And I went and got them. I'm like, dude. 
Right. You're gonna make my kids feel like you're singling them out if you don't get everybody, like all these other kids, out of here. Right. Oh, that pissed me off. So that was in Superior, Wisconsin. Yes. So, but it was in an inferior hotel. Situation. You know exactly. <laughs> you know they used to. They would use that joke. Uh, oh. I went up. I went to college in Duluth mm. twenty years ago. And they uh, would have, there was a billboard that always used to make me chuckle a bit. And when I'd see it, it said, it was for, you know, from the uh, Wisconsin tourism. Next to Duluth, we're superior. Oh. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It is pretty good. That's good. It fits on like, it works on like two levels. Like my mother, yes, it does. Yeah. My mother-in-law grew up there and she wanted to go to college in California. So she applied to UCLA, but she really applied to USC. No, oh. <laughs> so she applied to the wrong college. Correct state, wrong but, college. Um, yeah, and then she moved out there. Both a long way from Soup Town, as yes, they call is it. Is that what they call it? Yeah, Soup Town. I think they were the only Jews in Superior, Wisconsin. But there's, and if they went back, they probably still would be. But I, I don't know. Yeah, so uh, I won't be going back. No. It, but I, you know what I did do is I did the old, uh, I'm going to tweet uh, <gasps> the company. Yeah. I don't even want to give them, a, I'm not going to say the name. Okay. I'll just say that because they overall they do, I've stayed at their other places and they've been very nice. So I think this was just. So did you tweet to them? I did. And, and I got a response within 20 minutes from a girl named Brittany. Right. And Brittany said that I should just report it to the front desk regarding the mold and then I followed that up and said, "Hey, I let I did tell them, but I'll probably I won't come back to find out if they followed Ooh. up." Well, when you tweet, people get nervous, right? I've never done that before. I've never called somebody, you know, a company right. out. Actually, I did it once for when I got really bad shrimp at a uh, at a pasta place. Got no response. Well, I tweeted to American Airlines once because. I have flown over a million miles on American, and um, I was put in a middle seat. <laughs> and I was like, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. I have flown a million miles on you. And they moved me. Wow. I know. So sometimes it works to be the squeaky wheel. <laughs> um, middle seat, such problems. It's a first world problem, <laughs> but it's still so. a pain in the ass to be in the middle. Yeah. I mean, does anybody choose the middle on purpose? I, if they do, I don't want to be friends with that if person. They're agoraphobic, claustrophobic. No, agoraphobic. If they like feeling enclosed, I don't know. I don't want to be friends with. Yeah, those people. no, that's just. I don't want anything to do with them. Freaky. I don't want anything to do. <laughs> My, I have a uh, friend uh, that I was working with this morning who uh, is going to come to your show tonight. Ooh. So be on a lookout for a redhead who's like six four with his date who's five two. He says. Oh, that's yeah. like my stepson and his girlfriend. Yeah, he's six four. She's five one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. six three and five one. So it's the same. Yeah. What's his name? His um, his name is Dominic, and he he goes, hey, you should ask her if uh, if she gets free food at uh, at Wendy's. I went, dude. <laughs> I do. Oh, well, then it's a great question. <laughs> do I get fruit? You know what? I haven't eaten at a Wendy's since college. Oh, we did yesterday. So did it you? was fresh in everyone's mind. I think I've heard the fries are good there. Are they good there? Uh, Where are the best fries? Yeah, McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. 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 No, well, Wendy's has the chili. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just remember eating at the salad bar in college at the Wendy's and. Middletown Connecticut. Boy, if they still have those around. They don't have salad bars anymore at the so. Wendy's? I don't think okay. so. I have a thing that drives me nuts at, uh, not sa- this just reminded me of that, not salad bars, but like uh, like Chipotle, for example. Anywhere where you order food and there was a glass. Sneeze guard. Sneeze guard over it. Or Subway as yeah. well. You know, like a, you know, uh, and people are ordering their food. They'll be like, yeah, uh, what would you like, sir? I'll have the, uh, you know, the Italian BMT. What would you like on it? And then they point right. over the glass. Like, what are you? <laughs> Hands to yourself. Ask, Put them in your pockets. What are you doing? Ask Dominic if he gets free food at Domino's. Right. <laughs> what does Dominic do? Dominic is a uh, is a student. He's a full time student in a part. I do some uh, painting job. I was working with him. Yeah, but he's a student. You never sleep, young do fella. You? No, 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 
No, I might tonight. My wife is going to go go out to a uh, with her friend, so I'll be home alone. Empty house. <gasps> sleep. Yeah. It takes me three hours to fall asleep and nine hours to wake up. <laughs> I love to sleep. I, w- if I weren't an insomniac, I would be a sleep pig. I would just sleep. Mm-hmm. Um. S- Speaking of sleep, I saw Mike Birbiglia. He's a comedian. Oh, of course. He um, did a movie called Sleepwalk, Sleepwalk with, with me. me. And I just watched that. It's phenomenal. I think he's like our Woody Allen. That's a great comparison. Yeah. I went to one Without of... Without the pedophilia. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, he, he, uh, I went to one of the live shows when he was doing that. Oh, as a, Touring that <gasps> Sleepwalk with me show. And then he just did a new movie, which I can't wait to see, called Don't Think Twice. Right. Chris Gethard is in that. I don't know who that is. He's a, he's a comedian. He's been here on the podcast. Um, yeah, Kate I see. Michucci's in that. Too. Yeah. I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you were saying that uh, well, I was, before we started recording, I was sharing my story and letting everyone tease me if they wanted to, uh, that uh, there's a band coming to town, and I bought... And I know that it's going to sell out, and I know that my daughters really want to go, so I bought tickets to a band. Here's how confident I know my kids don't listen to this show, which they shouldn't, <laughs> is because I'm going to say what band it is, uh-huh. and they don't know about it yet. Oh, they don't? No, they I, they don't even know that it's happening. They don't. They didn't hear the announcement <gasps> or anything. You're such a good dad. Yeah, so I heard that a band called Panic of the Disco was going to come to St. Paul. My kids talk about them constantly. Uh, so I How old are your kids? Eight and ten. Yeah. I just took him to Weird Al. I took him to their first concert two oh, months ago. Were they he... in heaven? Yes. Oh so was God. I. He's. Yeah. I saw him once perform. Oh my God. It was like an absolute dream. Come and I saw true him on a me. plane and talk about tweeting. I tweeted. I said he's on my plane. And then when we got off the plane, I ran into him in the airport, and he said, "I just saw your tweet." Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. So. That's true. Really, um, yeah, it was a dream come true for me to go to see him, who I've loved. Forever yeah, he's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant musician. So I bought these. So I uh, heard this band was going to come. I know it's going to sell out. So I contacted my ex-wife, the mother of my children, and said, "Hey, what do you think about this? Them going to the show?" Turns out, uh, you know, after some texts back and forth, it turns out I'm not going to the show. I will probably be working there. My wife, my ex-wife, and my kids are going to go see a show together. This concert. Yeah. So cozy. Right? Very L.A. Yeah, very <laughs> L.A. That, well, we, that's how we live. We always have lemon in our water, in our ice water. And uh, <laughs> are, you, are you mocking us? He's mocking us, Eric. <laughs> I live in L.A., but I'm a New Yorker at heart. See? That's why I can say those things to you. Yeah. But I do love California. It, have you been to California? No. Ever? Never. Have you been to New York? A couple times. Yeah, three, two, three times. Mm-hmm. Will you ever move from Minnesota? Not for, if I do, it won't be for a long time. No. Not no. even to Superior? <laughs> uh, definitely not to Wisconsin. No, no. Come on, Minnesota Pride. I've performed in every state except two. I've never performed in Wyoming. And I can't remember the other state I haven't performed in, but there is one. Should we go through all of them? Alphabetically backwards. No. Um, <laughs> X, Y, Z. I can't. Right. I can't even. Yes. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, Wendy. Sorry. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'm super pumped up about, I spent, I've spent a lot of money this week that I can't afford. Okay. I bought tickets the other night to go see Brian Regan. He's coming in January oh. to Minneapolis, oh. and I've never seen him. Oh. Only on television. Oh. Yeah. I just ran into him in Montreal at the Montreal Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, mm-hmm. and he is just the funniest. You will have so much fun. I can't wait. Where is he performing? At a theater yeah, in Minneapolis. Yeah, he does, like, arenas. And, yeah. Um. And Those tickets were more expensive than the uh, Panic, Panic at the Disco, <laughs> strangely he enough. He is just so funny. I will listen to him on Sirius uh, in my car and just laugh out loud. I laugh out loud at him, at um, Tom Papa, mm-hmm. and 
uh, Jim Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. I laugh out loud. Yeah, they're awesome. I uh, I used to Jim used to see I used to see Jim Gaffigan on this stage that we're sitting at right now. He's opened for me. Really. Yeah, Look at I that. could be a bitter old <laughs> lady, but uh, you took time off. No, Wendy. no. You know who else opened for me? Oh my God, Ray Romano. Did I say that out loud? Um, I saw a picture. You were were with him yes, somewhere recently. We, I, I helped um, produce a benefit for a cancer center in LA called mm-hmm. We Spark, and it's basically like a place where you can go if you're diagnosed with cancer. You can go and they do like hypnotherapy and Reiki and massage and teach you cooking. And then also your family can go and it's all 100% free. And it was started by Wendy Jo Sperber, who's an actress who was in Bosom Buddies with Tom Hanks and um, a million other movies. The blonde woman? No. um, Dark hair. Okay. And she had cancer, and she started We Spark, and then she passed away. But her friends, Nancy Allen, who's also an actress, kept it going. Oh, wow. So this was the 15th year, and I helped get the comedians. We got Kevin Nealon and Ray Romano, um, Alonzo Bowden, who hosts it every year because he's friends with the Spurbers. Okay. Um, Bobby Tesla was there this year, and Carol Leifer and Jimmy Brogan, who... Uh, worked on the Tonight Show yeah, for many years. I know that and name. The show was just kick ass. Awesome. So yes, Ray Romano did it. Um, his wife is a survivor. So oh okay. Oh all right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. I saw. I also saw a picture of you at a monkeys. Hey hey, we're the monkeys concert. Oh my god. Mickey Dolan's. When I, saw I was a picture five, I was in love with Davy Jones. Mm-hmm. in love with him like to the point where I had dreams about him and I told my mother about him my mother got me a Davy Jones outfit to wear on Halloween and I said I don't want to be Davy Jones I want to be with Davy Jones I was like six cut to 45 years later when I meet my husband my husband is friends with Mickey yeah and um cause they my husband was writing something with Mickey years ago. So um, I finally got to meet Davy Jones. And he didn't do it for me anymore. No. He just... This is obviously before he passed away a few years ago. But um, So my husband's friends with Mickey. And Mickey got us tickets to... They're on their 50th anniversary tour. And Mike Nesmith was playing that night. He's the third monkey. Yeah. It's Peter Tork. Um, Mike Nesmith, whose mother invented liquid paper. That's just a piece of trivia that I know. And I think it was the last time he played with them was on stage at the Pantages in L.A. And if you had told me 50 years later, like when I was five, that I was going to be watching the monkeys front, like almost front row center, blow my mind. Yeah. Like they, I've never seen a better concert. What? Really? Yeah. They were like. Well, Panic at the Disco was... No, I've never <laughs> seen Panic at the Disco, but... You used to see them when they were doing house parties. Panic at yeah. the Disco, right? <laughs> no, I don't think I could pick out one of their songs. I honestly couldn't either. Um, but they, the monkeys, what I love about them is they're, they're like the Rolling Stones. Like, they are still performing, and they sound better than ever. They have a new album out. Yeah. They I, have a new I heard album. a song, yeah, that was released this summer. That's right. And somebody wrote a song for them, like some cool band. Yeah, Weezer, the guy from Weezer. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, it's called She Makes Me Laugh. Yes. So that's my theme song. (laughs) (laughs) She wrote it, they wrote it about you. About me, yes. Yeah. I heard it when I was at Wendy's. (laughs) But yeah. Free food, damn it. (laughs) So the monkeys are on fire. They, this is their, like, their. I don't know how how to put it. Yeah, they're make it's their comeback tour. I mean, they've never really stopped. I saw them in con- I've seen them in concerts. Yeah, but this is like the big push okay. because it was their fiftieth. Jeez! And they showed a lot of the clips from the show. Like you're probably too young to remember the show, The Monkey. Oh, I was on you know Nickelodeon right. reruns when I was a 
tween but used to watch it. But it brought back so many memories that I didn't even know were locked away, like the kind of memories that you get when you smell something or taste something that you haven't uh-huh. smelled or tasted in a while. Yeah. It's like that sense memory of being five wow. and six and watching. I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. And, you know, Mickey's a great guy. He's He, he has four daughters, and one of them is now in the Groundlings, which is like... Um, oh, the improv. Yeah, the improv group. Uh-huh. Her name is Georgia, and she's phenomenal actress and comedian. Well, I had a crush on his daughter. What was Amy. Her? Amy. Yeah, she was an actress. In she the... still is. Yeah. Oh, she was Amy. adorable. She um, she lives in Canada now. She's married. Sorry. Oh, uh, bad timing uh, for everybody. Yeah. Um. And Georgia and Mickey started a woodworking company where they make like chests and picture frames out of old wood it's beautiful hmm. handcrafted stuff they have a little shop in their garage so check that out what i know <laughs> i know you could buy a mickey dolan's original uh yeah dolan's and daughters it's called oh okay i was I'm like it's got to have some some sort of creative name or yeah, something yeah very nice. Yeah, I saw them open for, um, or was it the way around? Weird Al. It was on. A, speaking of Weird Al, it was on the same wow. bill as Weird Al Yankovic, the Monkees and Weird Al at the Minnesota State Fair when I was, I don't know, thirteen years old. I think. Well, I think it was Jimi Hendrix opened for the Monkees once. I've and heard they that. Him off the stage. Isn't that amazing? Well, they were waiting for the Monkees. <laughs> <laughs> they were wrong. Mitch Hedberg opened for me once. Really? Holy here? No, no, in uh, Manhattan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just thinking of the people that opened for me in the past. I love that. I, I, I've been just flat out saying it in the last couple of weeks now. I love when people uh, name drop. So you, you've been doing a good <laughs> job of that. I. That's all I do. I love that stuff. I love that stuff. I'm gonna look over my uh, my my notes here because I think we're oh yeah I want to oh, fit yeah. some more stuff in before we're done here. Okay. Oh, I know you were talking about doing old shows. I want to ask you about something I found online here. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 Uh oh. What do you mean doing old shows? Or you know like uh, working with people. <gasps> oh. Where the heck? Oh, was it uh, with Rita Rudner? And no. Norm I did McDonald? a search. I did a search of your name on Amazon. Okay. And. Someone is is selling a ticket stub. Yeah. Really? Uh, Palace of Fine Arts, San Francisco. Bill Graham presents an evening of Jewish comedy. Wendy Liebman and David Feldman. June, uh, nope, Sunday, August 30th, 1998. At 7 o'clock p.m., Someone paid $22.50 to sit in row M, seat 49. What? And they are now just selling. see that. And they are selling. This, is just a, this isn't the website. I just took a right. screenshot of it. They're selling it. You can buy it for $7. It's collectible, Wendy. $7 collectible. A ticket stub from one of your shows. I can't believe it costs less than the price of the ticket. <laughs> I don't even remember that show. Is that sad? Isn't that crazy? Well, David Feldman. Oh, my God. He's so funny. He started as a clown. What? Feldo the Clown. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to raise the price of that auction. <laughs> um, but now he's. Oh, wait, are you. Let's get to the. Are you selling this? Is that this? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did once try to sell my wedding dress because I never was going to wear it again because yeah. I can't fit into it anymore. But um, nobody bid on it, so I just. Uh, I think every any anyone that keeps their wedding dress, I just don't, I don't understand that at all. It's hard to get rid of it because it's so expensive. There's a comedian named uh, something Sherman, which is ironic because that's my marriage. Yeah, name. wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if she performs anymore, but she wore her wedding dress on stage every time she performed. You know what? I'm actually just remembering my. Uh, my dad's parents, my they're both deceased now, but they, my grandmother, we hosted their fiftieth wedding anniversary, I don't know, twenty years ago. She wore her wedding dress from 
1940, oh my God. <laughs> whatever it would have been. Yeah. Retro. Yes. It was brown. Oh, no. Yes. Brian Kiley has one of the funniest jokes. Well, he's one of the greatest writers ever and performers. And he um, he actually writes for Conan, but he also does stand-up every night of the week. Um, Brian Kiley says... My mother wears her wedding dress from time to time. She's not sentimental. She's just really far behind in her laundry. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I got that right, Brian. I hope I got the wording right. (laughs) Brian's the person I go to if I, like, think of a joke, and I'm like, did somebody else write this? And he'll usually be able to tell me. Mm -hmm. No, that sounds original. Hey, I'm going to bring something up here, but I'm not. we're not going to get uh, too deep into something. Here's how I'm going to pose this question to you, my friend Wendy. You had a little bit of... Uh, here, here, here's what I'm going to ask. What was it like getting, finding yourself in the middle of a uh, social media... Fr- you know you know what I'm referring to. The, right. Where people were, you know, picking sides. And what did you ever think you would get into... a, a Something like that. Well, you're talking about Amy Schumer. Yeah. And I'm a huge Amy Schumer fan. Um, She did one of my jokes on her HBO special. And it was almost verbatim. But I do contend, as I contended then, that people think alike. Mm -hmm. Um, I've written jokes that other people have written. I mean, this is this is why I now ask Brian Kiley. Um, and two of her writers have since... Uh, two of her writers on her show have since... Um, not apologized, but been really, really nice to me about it. And oh. she was really nice to me about right. it, too. Okay. She said, what can I do to make this right? And I said, just your reaching out um, is okay. Um, I don't like that she then went on to say it was a hacky joke. Oh, I didn't see that. And I'm like, well, why was it the promo for your special? Why was it on, uh, why was it highlighted on your Barbara Walters special if it was so hacky? She was trying to say like anybody could have written that, but you know, with, with jokes, it's hard to prove that you wrote it first, but now with social media or whatever uh or you could see that i did it on my hbo special 20 years ago so um i did not like being in the middle of the social media thing and it's it was really freaky because those news stations that like to air dirt about people they found a way to get my number and call me oh, personally okay. like okay. so and it just made me feel a little invaded yeah but, um, before you do? before you hit like uh, send or post or whatever on like your tweet that brought everything that yeah. brought attention were, were you like well, maybe I shouldn't I, you know what it was impulsive because and the reason that I tweeted about it it had happened months before and people said, you know, she did your joke. And I'm like, well, you know, parallel thinking. Mm-hmm. But then two other things happened the day before I posted that that triggered me. Somebody took one of my jokes and made a meme of it and didn't give me credit. Yeah. And then somebody used my joke in a cartoon and they knew it was mine. And Oh, I didn't know about didn't, this. I know because I didn't real like these are the things that triggered me. Oh my goodness. And so then I was like, fuck this. Like claiming yeah. my yeah. claiming myself. And um but then I took it down because then I didn't like all the attention that right. I got. But by then it was already out. So um, what it did, it made other people step up and say that she used similar jokes to theirs, too. So maybe what I did was not wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. But um, I didn't like being in the middle of that. Yeah. And I read yesterday that she's on the Forbes top earners list and um, I just wish that I got some of that money. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I actually, I wasn't, I decided I wasn't going to talk about uh, that, but yeah. Well, you know, uh, I have that list of the top ten. Like it's Kevin Hart. Yeah. Are you any, you're, so you're not close to 87.5 mil? <laughs> do you round up or down in the millions? <laughs> like when you get, when you get above 50, do you just round, just, eh, yeah, whatever. Does it matter? I'm nowhere near that. I, I don't weigh my fruit, though, at the supermarket. But Whoa! I know. <laughs> Who is on that list? Uh, Kevin, we'll go from the top to number 10. Are they all comedians? You tell me. Okay. Kevin Hart. Jerry Seinfeld. Wow. Terry Fader, who I yeah. always see that name. I want to say Terry Tater. Because <laughs> that would be a better name. Terry Tater. <laughs> I'll buy anything from Terry Tater. Terry Fader, I don't. I feel like you're not trustworthy. And then uh, number four is the four, before, aforementioned Amy Schumer. Five, Jeff Dunham. Dave Chappelle. Jim Gaffigan. Wait, was this the top ten list of comedians? Here are the ten highest earning comics. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Right. Uh, Jeff Dunham, Dave Chappelle, Gaffigan, Gabriel Iglesias. Fluffy. Hey, I'm Fluffy. Russell Peters, who I, I also just saw, he's uh, selling two of his mansions in California right now. If you want to move again, Wendy, he's selling, uh, uh, yeah, one of them is listed at, what did it say, $10 million? He's that successful. Well, I did his uh, gala in Montreal. That's why I was in Montreal. Oh. I was on his show. Yeah. So. And then number 10 on this list is someone I've never heard of. John Bishop. Must be British or something. I have to look him up. He. What am I doing wrong, Justin? I don't know. Said he made $7 million last year John for being John Bishop. And we've never heard of him. I better start my greeting card line or yeah. my... Uh, I better start having a tip jar on stage, basically. <laughs> you know what? I think everybody is where they're supposed to be. And I, I've i been doing this 30 years, and I'm still just getting it. So <laughs> I figure at some point, um, yeah, I don't need any more. We got into a talk last week when Brian McKim was here, and he was saying about how uh, he kind of thinks that there are too many comedians. What do you think about that? Um, is that a th- is that possible to have too many? Um, I think there are too many people. Just in general, <laughs> in general. everywhere we go. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Um, <laughs> but too many comedians. I I have no thoughts about yeah, that. Okay. There are a lot of comedians, though. Yeah. 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 And. I'm always excited when I find an, a comedian that I love that I've never seen before. Yeah, well, you were telling me before we started recording, you just finally met uh, Mike Kaplan, Mike right? Kaplan, oh my God, he's so funny. He's one of the best. Um, I do a show, I produce a show in L.A., and it's called Locally Grown Comedy, and it's yeah. once a month at an Italian restaurant called Vitello's. And it's a hundred seat theater, and it's very interesting being on the other side, like producing it, and... I love it because I get to I, I feel like I'm showing the audience like what I've procured like what I found in the world. Yeah. So um I've something had, to be proud of. I've had everybody on the show from Russell Peters to Tignataro to um Amy Anderson who's from here. Okay. And um George Lopez has done Arsenio. Arsenio. Cedric the Entertainer. Um Carol Leifer just yeah Kathy Ladman I mean just hundreds of comedians at this point and um so I've I've somebody sent me a tape of somebody who's really just starting out her name is Sarah Fisher and I put her on she did great and it was just like so exciting for her for the audience for me so I like that awesome. part of it. Yeah. I saw, I found something that you, uh, it was an interview you'd done about that. In, about Locally Grown? Yeah, and described their payment for doing the show. Well, how much I pay them? Yeah. Where did you find this? I don't know. <laughs> I pay every comedian $20. Well, yeah, that's what this says. I give them um, dinner. Yeah. And they get eight minutes. Mm-hmm. 
on stage and I'm just breaking even because like I pay I like to pay the music the photographer so like I'm not making a lot of money yet but I'm hoping that it will take off or I'll get a sponsor yeah I'd love to pay the comedians more like because I think it's yeah, a lot of comedians perform for free a lot. And th- and Except I found Russell that- Peters. He's got $10 million homes. <laughs> John with- Bishop, whoever that is. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google him. But, um, you know, comedians, I have found that people would do it for free. But I don't want to do that. I want yeah. I want to pay people. It's their time. At least give them gas money. Mm-hmm. So, um, But it's been really fun. I had Joanne Astro, who's married to Mark Lano, who was is one of the co-owners of the improv okay she's in her 70s and she did comedy years and years ago but she came to the show and she's like i'd like to try that again so she did stand up and she was hilarious wow like yeah so are you still doing any radio stuff or i was doing radio with terry nunn yeah i'm name dropping again Um, but no, no. We, we're not doing that anymore but it's a really good experience and i think everything you do as a human is cumulative like it helped me in ways that i don't even know um maybe even talking to you now (laughs) so thank you terry nunn thank you terry nunn (laughs) how about uh let's see like the last uh special was the uh taller on tv that you did right i did that five years ago on my 50th birthday and um yeah, I should do another one. Yeah, that's my that's what I'm looking for. What's next? Um it's going to be called Shorter on the Radio. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um Right now, I'm trying to write this musical. Did I tell you about this last time maybe? I don't my husband and I are writing a musical about stand-up com- three stand-up comedians in Las Vegas over Valentine's Day weekend. Okay. And um, it's called Home on Tuesday because I'm always home on Tuesday. Okay, yeah. And I'm not going to talk more about it until I actually sit down and write more of it because um, it's I have the idea and I have a lot of the melodies which I wrote, which I don't know where they came from because I'm not a musician, but I do play the piano and I like banged out five songs. Really? Yeah. Holy cow! And my husband, who is who is a musician, he. He said he'd write the lyrics. So it's going to be a labor of love. And I picture Christian Chenoweth starring in it with Josh Gad and Bruno Mars and Adam Lambert. Those are, that's, my, that's my dream cast. Okay. If you're listening, Christian, Josh, Bruno, and Adam. Oh, Bruno's a loyal. He usually, yeah, he tweets after, <laughs> as soon as the show's posted. He always tweets and says, thanks for keep uh, you know knocking these out. I'm like, absolutely. BM. I call him BM. BM. You're on a first initial basis. That's right. Uh, when is the last time you actually worked on this thing? Or is this something that's really going to happen? It is really going to happen. I, I, um, yes, it is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Home on Tuesday. Home on Tuesday. One of my songs is "I Hit Bottom at the Haha Hookie Lounge in Hasbro Heights, New Jersey." Okay. <laughs> Exit fifty-one. <laughs> Those are Maybe the, by the next. Those time are the I lyrics he's going to have to work with. Those are the words he's going to have to fit into a song. Yes. Well, no, I've already written the melody for that one, oh. so oh, okay. I th- they do fit. Okay. Those do fit, but I will make a promise that by the next time I'm here, yeah, talking to you, mm-hmm. I will have written the musical. All right. All right. That's good. That's a deadline. Okay. Yeah. But don't go into, oh, by the way, I'm not coming back for 10 years. Louis, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm busy. <laughs> busy writing, fending off snakes. Yes. Uh, is there anything else we should cover, Wendy? We, um, we filled up about Just happy to see you. Or hear you too. Just happy to hear about Panic at the Disco and... The show's not until March, so. Oh. I, I mean, we were. You're ta- gonna have to keep the secret from them. No. Well, that's the other. Th- that's the other thing. Oh, is who's, who who gets the honor of telling oh. them that we have these Maybe tickets? Maybe it'll be a Christmas present. 
okay, but then who we don't I don't celebrate Christmas with my ex wife. Oh, so who um, gets to give it to him? Who gets to do who maybe, gets that honor? Maybe one child gets it from you and the other gets it from her. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Are we all going? Mm, I don't know. You'll have to wait. Yeah. Where is the concert? It's at a at the uh hockey, you know, the arena. Oh, where so the, it's a big deal. Oh yes. Oh, this is gonna be, you know, t- 18,000 people at the show, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a big panic. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be huge. Wouldn't it be funny if it was added disco? I bet my, I'm going to ask my kids what disco is, and they're going to have no idea. Oh, my God. I love disco. Yeah. Describe. What, what is this even about? Um, but we were talking about the short attention span of, you know, well, everyone in general, but especially children. The show's in March. There's a chance they may think that these guys are lame by then. Is, isn't well, there? It's possible, of right? Weird Al. So when my kids were five and nine, when my stepsons were five and nine, I wrote to the Weird Al fan club asking for autographs and signed pictures for them because they loved Weird Al. Yeah. So two years later, they came, and by then they weren't even that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but I guess. Maybe they were a little older, but I do remember getting the envelope going, this is my handwriting, and what... Oh! Yeah. Yeah. I had something similar to that happen, too. I sent a... Uh, I collect 8 by 10 I really enjoy 8 by 10 pictures, like autographed of my favorite athletes. Uh-huh. And... Um, so I have a, you know, I have some from you know, hockey, football, baseball, and I was uh, when I had the, when I was working on the radio show here locally. We had, for a fo- whole Viking season, we had their quarterback on once a week on the show on the phone, and I got and I would you know when he would call in, I got so I got to ch- I got to t- chat with him off the air. His name's right. Brad Johnson. I used to get to talk to him for a few minutes before we put him on the radio, and uh, I sent uh, bought an eight by ten, sent it to him to the to the team. Hoping, hoping he would sign it. I got it back two and a half years later. I opened it up. I saw the envelope, and I had, you know, did right. the self-addressed stamp, you know. Right. And I'm like, this, what? what There's this? no return address. It's addressed to me. And I'm like, that's my writing. But he what in the it? hell is in here? Yes, he had finally signed it. Yeah, but it was literally almost three years later. And Didn't he, play for the team anymore. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he had time. I guess. To sign it. I'm almost wondering, like, how did he did he have it this whole time? Somebody else just signed it. The, yeah, right, right. They did keep my black, or uh, I'm sorry, purple sharpie. Though. <gasps> I, they didn't send what that back. The... I know. Years and years ago, when I first started doing comedy, I wrote to one of the writers on Letterman, thinking that if I wrote to one of the writers, it might actually get to, because I want to be a writer or I want to perform. That's mm. what it was. So I sent a videotape of myself doing comedy to one of the writers, and I was gonna send him a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I'm dating myself. <laughs> but wouldn't that have been funny? Hey, as I've and I've said this on this podcast before, when I uh, was growing up, my family, we were one of the last ones. Not, I'm not gonna exaggerate into like we were the poor family. We were like middle middle class, low, maybe. We didn't. We had one car. Uh, we were one of the last families on the in the neighborhood to have a microwave, and had to have been the last family in the neighborhood to get a VCR. We used to go rent one when we would, you know, there'd be a coupon that would come in the newspaper, right. like rent uh, three movies and a VCR for the weekend for you know nineteen ninety nine. Like, Can you believe there are no blockbusters anymore? There. Is there a blockbuster? No, but there is a video vision in Superior, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> what did they sell? What did they rent? Uh, they still have the shelves space? with movies, yes. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. People still have their VCRs. They still work. Yeah, okay, true. When's the last time you saw one of those places? A Blockbuster or any place? Yeah, no, not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we drove faster last week. And like... But I remember when they were a big thing. Like, oh, yeah. Where it was so exciting. Where you could just walk around and get any movie. 
My buddy and I were just talking about that other day. He says he thinks, as much as everybody loves Netflix, he's going, I think they kind of ruined, uh, you know, the movie watching, you know, because I he, he was saying how he much he used to like walking through a place like Blockbuster. And just, you know, like then the movie, you know, you see the cover, it catches your eye. Oh, hey, I rem- two months, I remember earlier this year, I wanted to see that. That's a lot, it's not as easy to do that, you know, because no, now- they're not all available on Netflix or... Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like now, um, when we flew to Connecticut, there was uh, movies on the plane, and there was The Boss, which was the new Melissa McCarthy movie. Oh, yeah. But it, like, just came out, and there it was on the plane. I didn't watch it, but I will on my next flight. Uh, You have a deadline. You need to watch that. I do. I have a deadline, and I have another deadline with you the next time. Exactly. I come back. Home on Tuesday will will be done. That sounds good. I will, I will remember that. Okay. Everyone will remember that. All right. All right. I'm making this. I better go home right now and start working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, one final uh, message here to everyone uh, that's listening uh, in a timely matter is you're here. Like we're recording this on a Thursday and you're here through the weekend. Two shows each night on the weekend. One show tonight. And one show this evening if people catch it today and they should come see you. Tomorrow at 8 and 1030 mm-hmm. and Saturday at 8 and 10.30. Exactly. And they're going to be rocking. Yes. And Steve Gillespie is working as you with oh you, my God. as you said. Did I tell you Greg he Coleman. did my show in L.A.? Yes. He oh. Did. oh. No, I didn't know he that. He did my show in L.A. And then he was on Conan. Like, I think he was practicing for Conan. Right so. on. Yeah, he was. I, we had him on the podcast here. Like, I think it was just a few days after. It was like probably that same so week. So happy for him because yeah. he's one of the funniest people. Like, it's just effortless. He's effortless. Yeah. And uh, I'd never seen Greg Coleman. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. Awesome. Great to see you. Thank you, Justin. Come back soon. I will. All right. Ten years. <laughs> <laughs>